Welcome to the Shadow Femme Show, a show about humans, our feelings, and the ways in which we make meaning. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm an astrologer, psychic medium, healer, card reader, and human design reader. Today I have for you the final episode in our Zodiac Archetype series that started last year, uh, last October, with the first episode dropping during Libra season, and now we're going to finish up this 12-episode series with Virgo season. Okay, so I sat down before this episode, I pulled some tarot cards, and I channeled uh, some messages from my guides for the archetype of Virgo. The cards I pulled were the Five of Swords, the Six of Wands, the Queen of Pentacles, the Emperor, the Moon, and the Page of Pentacles. So uh, in this message, my guides don't specifically, you know, describe the meanings of each of the cards, but if you're familiar with tarot, you can just keep those cards in mind as the background for what you're about to hear. Okay, so here is what my guides had to say. Virgo is a sign that values the tangible, the practical, as well as the spiritual. Not all Virgos are able to lean fully into their more spiritual sides, but they may get there by way of their penchant for ritual. To a Virgo, systems are sacred. A good system, applied efficiently, is the stuff of holiness. Virgos have a deep intuition that they may or may not acknowledge. A Virgo placement is one that focuses on and processes all sorts of little details, and these details add up to a highly accurate picture most of the time. Virgo intuition arises from acute observation which is almost second nature running in the background, as well as an attunement to the cues of the body and the somatic wisdom that that entails. Combining the forces and dynamics of the earth element in the mutable modality, Virgo energy is at once solid and flexible. Think of soil, fertile soil that you can run through your fingers. It is not the hard, compact earth of Taurus or the Saturnian stone of Capricorn. Virgo season is when plants are harvested in the Northern Hemisphere. It is a time of fertility and abundance. Yet there is an acute awareness of what is to come, the falling of the leaves in the cold winter. Virgo season leans forward, one ear to the ground, always bracing itself for loss. Within the understanding of abundance is the comprehension that the seasons turn, that what is here today can be gone tomorrow, and that to guard against insecurity and scarcity, one must have a solid plan. Virgos love a good plan. This is a sign that can skew anxious because the quick Virgoan mind spans outward into all manner of consequences and possibilities. And so in order to control what they perceive as the uncertainty of the world around them, many Virgos will shore up their anxieties with the bulwark of a detailed plan. But not every single thing can be planned for. 
Sometimes projecting into the future becomes more of a trap than an experience in liberatory possibility. That is where sacred ritual and connection to body and spirit can come into play. These are the things that can help ground a Virgo or someone with major Virgo placements because ritual and a daily routine of tending to the mind, body, and spirit help these sensitive souls to take things one day at a time and one moment at a time. Using that mutable energy to greet each and every moment as it comes and to fully inhabit it. We hope that wherever you have Virgo in your chart, that this has been helpful for you. It has been a pleasure to speak to you through Sarah on this podcast over the past year. We hope you'll join us on all the other adventures and inner explorations to come. Okay, so again, that was another short but sweet episode for you. Uh, If you've been listening all through these episodes over the past year, thank you so much for coming along for the ride. Um, As often happens with me and the projects that I start, uh, I tend to be overly ambitious with my vision for things. I remember when I started this podcast last year, I thought I was going to do at least weekly episodes, maybe even more than that, maybe even more than one episode a week. And I was going to also make it a video podcast and I was going to repost it to YouTube. I was going to take listener questions and do interviews and do like long (laughs) research projects and extensive video essays. And that just didn't end up happening. And I found that It was even a lot of work to keep up with just one episode a month. Even though I enjoy talking about these things, I think that just the logistics of scripting, recording, editing, and publishing just created little moments of resistance and friction for me um, in terms of my motivation to keep up with this podcast. But it was... It was a good experiment and I, you know, have learned some things about myself through this process and I know I want to, you know, obviously keep weaving astrology into my work. I just don't think that that will be in the form of a podcast. As it was, I actually didn't plan on this podcast being solely about astrology when I started it. I thought it was going to be really far-ranging. Um but then I just ended up sticking to the format of one episode per month uh, in line with each Zodiac season. But anyway, again, I consider this an, an experiment. If you're familiar with human design, I have a third line in my profile, which means that, well, you know, my, pro- my profile is actually a 1-3, uh, which means that a lot of what I do is just research and experimentation, trial and error. That's like the way I move through the world. I usually have to, you know, try things to figure out whether they're going to work or not. And then coupled with my ADHD and my, just the the big ambitious ideas that I often have um, paired with my erratic sense of motivation and the fact that in human design, I have no motors to find. Um, it's often hard for me to 
stick with a long-term project after the initial excitement around it um, if I find out that actually it's it's not for me. So that's kind of what happens, I think, with this podcast. Nevertheless, I still think that it was that it was useful. I hope that it was helpful for you if you've listened this far. And yeah, as my guide said, I hope that you'll still join us for future experiments, for future projects and offerings. Um, for now, I have been putting a lot of my offerings on pause as I've been going through a lot of uh, changes in my life lately. And I hope to bring more clarity to my offerings within the next few months and start to open up my books again for one-on-one appointments. So stay tuned. And as always, the best way to keep up with the latest with Shadow Femme is to just join the mailing list at shadowfemme.com. And yeah, thank you again for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.